It's time for the Mental Health Moment, a show exploring the world of mental health and answers for life. Brought to you by Life Launch Centers. Here's your host, Joe Newman. Welcome, welcome. It's Mental Health Monday. And thanks again for taking this time with me, uh, Joe Newman from Life Launch Centers, for your Mental Health Moment. Uh, You know, this is the show where we talk about uh, how to deal with hard emotions, improve relationships at home, and really just find answers for life. Uh, we're doing a lot of great things at Life Launch Centers to try to help families overcome, uh, you know, anxiety, depression, isolation, different things that, that they, they struggle with. And we're doing it through group counseling. I tell you, the power of group counseling is amazing. Um, people come in so hesitantly all the time because just seeking help kind of onsets anxiety. But as soon as they get in group, and they hear other people expressing their same problems, frustrations, then they just open right up. It is, it's so beautiful to see the healing and um, the, the things that the parents learn that improve relationships at home and really just help them find the answers that they're looking for in their mental health. So, you know, today uh, in studio, I've got with me Ben Harris, founder of Life Launch Centers. Thank you so much for being with me today, Ben. Oh, it's awesome to be here. You know, we've been talking about what we can really do to help our kids. And and really, there's only so much you can do to help someone if you yourself are struggling. And at the beginning of the holiday season, where stresses are high, pressure is high, uh, you know, expectations and traditions, all of these things can kind of um, onset anxiety, not just for the kids, but for the parents. Like... We've got to do some things about self-care. Absolutely. There's there's no question about that. It's like, you know, that, uh, old, that, that great example of being on the airplane when the flight attendant says, uh, in the unlikely event that the cabin should lose air pressure, a yeah. mask will fall from the panel in the ceiling above you. And, and what do they ask you to do with that mask? Yeah. Put it on yourself first. That's right. And it seems so like... In a counterintuitive, it's like, no, I need to help my kid first, right? Well, I've had multiple mothers argue with me. They, they, <laughs> they hear the flight attendant say, no, put it on your kids first. And, uh, you know, and, and it's funny because they literally will argue with me that, that that's what the flight attendant says when actually it's put it on yourself first. Put it on yourself first. Why? Why do we need to put it on ourselves first? Right. Without oxygen in the cabin, who's going unconscious? Yeah. Well, you are. And when you're unconscious, what good are you to anybody around you? Right. So it's, it's very applicable to self-care because um, while we are so concerned about our children's mental health, um, if we're not doing the things that we need to do to take care of our own mental health, it dramatically affects their mental health. Exactly. I love that analogy. Um, and, you know, actually, I'm doing a little self-care tonight. I just am throwing it out there. I need a little bit of mental health time for myself, so I'm going on a run. And I've I've told my wife, I, I actually, I've kind of designated Thursday nights as dad's night. Like, don't ask me to do something because I need to get out and take care of me. And so tonight I wanted to go on a run, and that's what I wanted to do. So anyway, uh, what let, let's talk about some things that parents can do for uh, mental health, what they can do to self-care. 
and they're and they're really simple things. It's not a it's not a complicated process. It's just one that we have to be intentional about. Uh, we we have to build it into our schedule. We have to. There are some things that that we can do and should do. Uh, but you have to do it on purpose. You can't yeah. wait for the time to come around that you're going to do these things because it uh, never come. It never does. Uh, absolutely never does. And and really, the first thing to pay attention to is: are, are we keeping our life in balance? Are we doing yeah. some of the things that that keep uh, keep us balanced? Like, are we getting enough sleep? Yeah. You know, and the research says that we need between seven and eight hours of sleep. Six hours is not enough. And the impact Dang that, it. I think right? I got six hours last night. Well, and, and that's kind of where I end up a lot of times too. It's it's tough. There's so much to do and you uh I feel it though. Yeah. And it affects your brain. And when it affects your brain, it affects everything else that you're going to do. All the decisions you're going to make, the emotions you're going to experience, the ability to deal with the emotions you're going to it's all impacted uh, with your brain. Eating well. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's no such thing as good or bad foods. Uh, right. Again, the research says that we need to put some carbs, some fats, and some protein into our body about every four hours. And, and I love that. So it's not, you know, we're not talking about eating organic foods or, you know, shaming some foods or what we're talking about. You got to have something in the tank about every four hours exactly. to stay balanced. Exactly. And and you need to balance that a little bit. Like I said, between carbs, fats, and proteins, right. uh, you know, get them all in there. If you go all carbs... Uh, and you're unbalanced. Boom, you're unbalanced, and and that's not gonna that's not gonna work right. I love that. Uh, and then you've got to include some physical activity. That's that's my go-to when I need some, uh, some yeah, me time. I love just you know either hitting some weights or running or something like because it's it's just me in my own head, you know, checking in with my own body instead of constantly being at the demands of somebody else. Well, and I think even being careful that it's not exercise. Yeah, uh, exercise. We have a tendency to all of a sudden think about the gym. We think about Absolutely. you know all of these things that maybe uh, feel like they're going to take too much time or too much effort. No, this is just some physical activity, and that might mean getting up and walking around. That might mean you know uh, you know go for a walk with your with your spouse or with one of your yeah. kids or you know whatever that may be. Um, vacuum. <laughs> you yeah. know, vacuum the floor and moving and, uh, around. When you, but but some physical activity uh, to to get those endorphins moving, and you'll I feel love, much better. I love that. I've seen that with my mom. I've seen that with my own wife. Uh, you know, especially like at the end of the day when the kids have been nagging on my wife all day long. You know, and it's just like after dinner, she is just ready to check out. And I often tell my kids, "Hey, guys, mom is closed." Okay. You don't go to her and ask her for anything right now. She's going on a walk. She wants to, she needs that uh, self-care and balance through physical activity. And, and really a, a walk around the block takes like a couple of minutes for her. And, but she just really thrives by being able to have that freedom and that, uh, that ability. Uh, that's perfect. Uh, and again, these are things that you've got to be intentional about. You've got to build them in to your schedule yeah. Uh, which really kind of leads us to the next point too, uh, which is having some boundaries, having some personal oh, yeah. boundaries, because we can sure get overrun by all the requests that are coming our way. And I'll, I'll yeah. tell you right now, and and it's one of the other items on this list, but uh, moms in particular have a tendency to feel guilty if they're not filling everybody's request. Right. If they're not doing all of these things for their kids, if they're not meeting that, and you know, if they have to tell their kid no. 
yeah. about something. Or if somehow they're not living up to that unspoken expectation of what a mother is supposed to be or do. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, this... and the comparisons, right? Oh. They get on social media and they see so-and-so is a really great quilter or so-and-so is a really great, you know, jar, you know, likes to can peaches or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, I should be able to do that. And I feel, you know, guilty that I, I can't do that or whatever. Right. So, so being able to understand that, um, taking care of you, uh, is first and foremost, the very best thing you can do for your kids, for your family, for your friends and neighbors, for your community, take care of you. Yeah. Uh, cause again, when you're completely wore out and, and don't have any energy and you don't have your right mind, right. Uh, you're not one much fun to be around and two, not very helpful. So, I know. I know. I'm not the kind of dad I want to be. When right. I'm all out of balance like that, and I haven't taken time for myself. So paying attention to setting some boundaries, moderation in things. Yeah. You know, coming into the holidays, great time to be paying attention to moderation. Am I going to overeat? Yeah. And what I am eating, am I going to be eating a lot of sugar? Am I going to be eating a lot of, you know, and, and just making sure, you know, sugar's not bad, but but make sure it's in moderation. Uh, you know, I don't drink, but I have friends who do. Yeah. Uh, and being really careful through the holidays because the opportunities for those things to overindulge are, are significantly increased during the holidays. Right. And, and so being really careful, also paying attention uh, to how many activities you commit yourself to programs and parties. Oh and my gosh. You got kids, you know, in the parades and the, and the uh, assemblies and the, Oh and the, yeah. The, the singing, church the choirs, the church, the, yeah. neighborhood, yeah. neighborhood get-togethers. And it's unending. It's like, wait a second. I thought this was supposed to be like a joyful time, right? And yeah. I feel like I'm running myself ragged. It's okay to say no. It really is okay to say no. Everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. I know sometimes we think we're so important <laughs> yeah. that if we say no, everybody's going to fall apart. Well, they're not. Yeah. Uh, and then last, you know, really making sure that we keep some good boundaries uh, again, at the holiday season, be careful with your budget. Absolutely. Don't get yourself into such a stressed out you know, time of your life because uh, you couldn't say no walking through the store. And now all of a sudden you're borrowing money, you're putting money on credit cards, you're doing things that uh, are going to increase your anxiety, increase your stress levels. Uh, just not a great way to take care of yourself. That is so hard. I got to say, just yesterday I was, uh, you know, just working away and some ad pops up for some cool gizmo. And I'm like, oh man, I'd be such a great parent if I bought that for my kids. Right. And that desire to really, you know, make your kids happy, um, can be so overwhelming that you end up doing things that get your life out of balance and that, um, for sure, make it more difficult to have self-care. It's really hard to have self-care when you're buried in debt and worried about money all the time. Um, it kind of takes the happiness away from, you know, your kids enjoying the gift that you gave them. From everything. Yeah. You know, I've got to take a break here, but it's so awesome to talk about uh, self-care. And this is such an important topic. I think um, so many of us maybe don't prioritize it. We don't understand the importance of it. And I'm so grateful that we can take this opportunity before the, you know, the Christmas holiday hits us that we can proactively kind of set these boundaries and, and strategize for it. Um, I'm, I'm going to be back the next half with Ben Harris from Life Launch Centers talking about self-care, but uh, we'll, we'll take a quick break and be back in just a moment. Thank you very much. Wow, Maddie, nice work out there. You totally nailed it. 
Thanks. I just never thought I'd see you up on stage. Wasn't it just a few months ago? You were all frozen up with anxiety. Yeah, it was. It's kind of hard to believe myself. Well, what changed? It, it was live launch centers. Oh, those videos we watch in school? Nope, it's some of the same stuff, but... Life Launch Centers is a group I go to three times a week to really learn how to control my thoughts and emotions. Wow, that sounds awesome. I wish some of my other students could learn that. Well, they can. I used to believe that anxiety controlled me, but now I've learned that I have a choice, so I choose to live my life. Well, just listen to him out there. Sounds like you've done it. Yeah, I think so. Well, I'm going back out there. Wish me luck. Go get him. Life Launch Centers, no more anxiety. Welcome back to your mental health moment. This is Joe Newman from Life Launch Centers talking today about the importance of self-care on our mental health. And I've got Ben Harris, founder of Life Launch Centers with me today uh, in studio, sharing some of his wisdom and and ideas about what we can do for self-care. Thanks again for being here, Ben. Yep. Glad to be here. So, you know, last half we talked about balance and setting boundaries and some some really important stuff um, as we're really into the holiday season here. So, you know, one of the really uh, popular things to do during the holidays that seems to help um, is to do a little service. That has significant power. Getting uh, involved outward instead of inward. When yeah. when our focus is inward, we see everything that's going wrong. Yeah. Uh, and we feel all of the stress and all of the pressure. And, and uh, especially when we get into, you know, some of that comparison stuff you were mentioning before, uh, but the, the the pressure that comes when we're focused inward um, can be released and, and let yeah. go when we can get focused outward. It helps us see sometimes just in context how good my life is. Yeah. You know, I, I feel much better after I've spent time with somebody that has struggles that I don't have to deal with. You know, we were involved at the, I think it's called the Coins for Kids um, program here where uh, we, as a family, we went down to Walmart and we had an assignment uh, on a shopping list for a family who needed some stuff for Christmas, right? And um, it was already paid for. We just had to go get it off of the racks and put it in a shopping cart and bring it up and check out, right? And we brought our kids and it was so cool. It was like it was like Black Friday, but it was selfless Black Friday. Like Black Friday is usually all you know, elbowing each other and getting out of the way, try to get the best deal. But this was like just the opposite where the store was overrun with shoppers, but everybody was shopping for somebody else they didn't know. And it was just service. And it was so awesome because our our kids saw the list. And while our kids had, you know, their list was full of toys and maybe things that, you know, maybe a little more frivolous, you know, we're, 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 we're getting underwear and socks and pants and, our kids get that kind of stuff sometimes, but it's the typical like, oh yeah, I got a pair of socks, throw it away, you know, toss it over the shoulders. I head my way to the next toy that we're going to open. And, um, but doing that service well, and was I, so inspiring for our kids. And I think uh, being careful too, that, you know, service doesn't have to be these great, big, huge organized events either. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. S- service is, you know, walking over to your neighbor and saying hello. Yeah, uh, and and seeing if they need some help or support, it's it's paying attention, you know, to the people around you and recognizing that they might have needs that you could help fill. Uh, it doesn't have to be great big, you know, super organized uh, uh, kinds of events. Yeah, it's, can be very simple. Writing, a, sending a text. 
Uh, imagine, you know, you're sitting there and you just think about somebody for, for a minute. Well, pull your phone out and send them a text saying, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. You have no idea what power or what kind of huge impact, positive impact that could have on that individual right in that moment. Yeah. You know, I almost hesitate to go over to people's houses because for whatever reason, I think in today's society, we felt like we're so busy that we can't actually spend time together unless we set appointments. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what happened to the neighbors dropping in on each other and being like, Hey, just checking in on you. How are things going? Yeah. You know, if it's not an opp opportune time, that's fine. You know, yeah. I need to do that. I'm going to do that this holiday season. Just awesome. drop in on neighbors and say, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> They'll, they'll wonder what's wrong with you, but uh, that's okay. Let's uh, let's start something here, right? But that, I think that's part of service, right? Just like you said, getting outside of yourself. Yeah. And that does so much for our own self-care. Well, and, and kind of leads us into that path of, of gratitude. So along with service uh, as a part of self-care, so is gratitude. I know, uh, Joe, uh, through Life Launch Universities, yeah. uh, which is a program that uh, many of the kids here in, in our local community are seeing in, in the school each day, yeah. uh, you've done a little education around gratitude. Oh, it's beautiful. Gratitude is so powerful. And just what we talk about is not just the attitude of gratitude. That's important, right? Recognizing the things you're grateful for, but the practicing of gratitude, right? Where you're actually doing things to express your gratitude. So like you said, writing letters. Um, when I when I did, I wanted to write a letter to a friend um, up north that I yeah, had worked with in the neighborhood up there in the scouting program. And just as, you know, a guy that's about my dad's age in his seventies, and I admire him so much. I just wanted to send a letter of gratitude to him. And the, the joy that it brought him and me just expressing that gratitude is so beautiful. Oh, it's huge. And, and the research actually shows that it will lift your mood Yeah, to express gratitude. One, to have it is good. But like you said, to express it, to tell the person that, that you're grateful for, that you're grateful for them, literally will lift your mood. I love it. So, um, you know, let's talk about quiet time. <laughs> Sometimes it's just got to be a time out. You Does know? that like, exist anymore? Like you were saying, you know, when, when you get home and mom's been at it all day long and, and the kids are just mom, 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 mom. And you're like, okay, everybody, mom's closed. Yeah. Uh, that's because she needs a little quiet time. Yeah. But part of the process here is recognizing, knowing, and, and that's, you know, the last item on this list is that mindfulness. But you got to know when you need a little quiet time and, and be able to be willing to step away. And if that's into your bedroom, if that's into the bathroom, and just lock that door for a yeah. minute. Or if that's go for a walk or a driver, whatever you got to do, get some quiet time. Reduce the amount of stimulation yeah. you're experiencing. I got to say that I can't do that if my phone's on me. Quiet time is not when I have my phone on me. That's a great in, point. In fact, I have even felt the effects of just having my phone on silent and in my pocket, even if it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Just having it there as that, a distraction. That phantom vibration even. Have you oh, ever had man. one of those where it's like your phone's not ringing, yeah. but you keep grabbing it because you feel it vibrate. And it's not even in your pocket. <laughs> I've had that many times and I'm like angry that I've been conditioned yep. by this device, right? So, yeah, get rid of the phone, get rid of, you know, take some quiet time. That's so powerful. And a part of doing that is, I think, you know, right along with the phone is limit some of your screen time, too, because, mm -hmm. you know, quiet time on Facebook is not quiet time. No. 
Quiet Time on Facebook, actually, you know, again, and, and I think everybody out there knows this, uh, time on Facebook can actually raise your anxiety level. Yeah, you actually, well, the dopamine release just over and over and over. Well, that and that comparison stuff. Um, Absolutely. You know, which kind of leads us to that next one, which is let go of expectations. Uh, holidays is a tough one. We come into the holidays with big expectations. You know, we're going to have the the best decorations on the block. We're going to have, yeah. you know, the best morning for Christmas morning. And unfortunately, I think more times than not, we're disappointed in how that all comes out. And and along with expectations is, is that comparison. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a great quote by Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, he says, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Um, Man, what a what a great statement because truly it is, and and I'll tell you from personal experience, uh, my wife and I work really really hard to not compare because I've learned through you know m- my thirty years as a counselor uh, working with families and individuals, you don't know what's going on behind their door, right? You just don't, and so don't go there, don't compare. Um, don't compare their best to your worst. You know, don't even just don't compare at all. Well, there's Facebook. Yeah, we're we're trying to compare our lives to somebody else's highlight reel. Right. How how can you ever live up to somebody's highlight reel? That picture they posted. How many pictures did they take to get that one? Well, I'm a photographer, and I can testify that it's like more than fifty. You gotta like <laughs> you gotta snap a bunch, and then you're still swapping heads, and you're still like you know. Trying to deal with a kid that's crying and doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and even then, there's a little Photoshopping going on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, the comparison is such a difficult thing when it comes to yeah. self-care. Really, um, this kind of goes back to the principle also. Uh, my wife and I talk a lot about foreboding joy. You know, it's like, so foreboding joy is when you're in the middle of something awesome. And then all of a sudden you think, oh, no, this is going to end soon. And it robs you of the joy of that moment because you're anticipating the end of it. And what we learn is the, the, the solution to foreboding joy is gratitude. Being present in the moment, just say, okay, hold on. This isn't over yet. I might be in the middle of it or this vacation or this you know time with my family might be coming to a close. But to maximize my joy right now, I'm going to look around and name five or 10 things that I'm so grateful for. I, I think a lot of people experience this on Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah, I got to go to work in the morning. Ah, foreboding you know, joy. And so all of a sudden, from about six o'clock on, on Sunday evening, uh, everybody's grumpy. Right. You know, and now you've lost this wonderful time, you know, uh, all Sunday evening to be able to enjoy each other and have some fun and joke, maybe play some, you know, do some yeah. of those things. But we don't because now all of a sudden we're thinking about how terrible it is that I got to go to work in the morning. Yeah. So oh. gratitude, yep. gratitude by just looking around, being present in the moment. And I think that's another really important one. Absolutely. Mindfulness and being present. Absolutely. Mindfulness, uh, I think sometimes people may get a little uh, confused uh, about uh, mindfulness as a meditation practice, you know, where we right. sit and we cross our legs and we pinch hum. our fingers together and we hum and it's yeah, about no. clearing your... No, mindfulness is about being able to be present. It's about knowing what your brain is doing at any at any point in time. And, and it's something you literally have to practice. Uh, I have an app on my phone called Headspace and I use it every day. Yeah. And it's literally actually gotten me to a point where I used to read five pages in a book without realizing I was thinking about work. 
well, now I only read a couple of paragraphs before I realize my head has tripped off onto something else. So I don't have five pages to reread, but being mindful allows me to then be present. In fact, it's a compliment I've gotten from my wife uh, is that she's not standing over in the kitchen screaming at me, hey, Nixon's trying to talk to you, (laughs) you know, and he is, he's standing there, but because I'm thinking about something completely different, I'm not there. And uh, that doesn't happen near as often as it used to. I'm much more uh, uh, present. And again, limiting that screen time, limiting those things that take us away from who we're with and and what we're there to do. Uh, So powerful. Being present is going to bring, honestly, the most joy of anything we've talked about. Your ability to be there, uh, to be present uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, be there be present, going to bring the most joy of anything. Well, Ben, we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being with us again. Uh, you know, these are the principles that we teach at Life Launch Centers and these things that we're seeing so many people um, overcome anxiety and depression and isolation and things with not just the kids, but I got to say, it's so important that parents implement these same principles into their lives. So now is the time to get help. Um, you know, be proactive. If, if your kids have been struggling emotionally, don't wait. Just give us a call at 833-803-3883. Again, that's 833-803-3883. Or jump on our website at lifelaunchcenters.com. Um, join us again for your mental health moment right here on St. George Radio at 5.30 p.m. next Monday. Until then, keep those kids safe and keep your sanity. You've been listening to the Mental Health Moment, brought to you by Life Launch Centers. For more info, visit them at lifelaunchcenters.com.